0: Welcome back to the OP Podcast, where you enjoy the audio experience and extract value around topics of business, esports, interviews, and fireside chats. This is episode two, where we're going to be talking about why grit leads to happiness. We have a special guest today, Christian porvata Balaker. Did I pronounce that right? Yep, got it. Awesome, nailed it. So, um, so I'm going to have his perspective kind of talking about this because I feel like a lot of people nowadays are not happy um, and most of them end up giving up um, and we want to kind of make an impact there on those people. So what does grit mean? I did a Google search earlier just to kind of give the real definition, but Christian, what do you think grit means? to you
1: um i mean probably grit is i think i think kind of synonymous with Mm -hmm. determination really Mm -hmm. yep um i think it's just uh your ability to you know keep your head down and do what you need to do Mm -hmm. to you know achieve your goals exactly um yeah i think true grit really is just um you know staying on the one path that you set for yourself and um, you know, with all the distractions and everything that are around us, just not wavering from it.
0: That's a that's a that's honestly that could have replaced the definition on Google. Wait, really? Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the the definition that Google gave us was that it's courage and resolve, strength of character. Just to simplify what you said. Mm. Um, so I want to expand a little bit on grit. Failure is like one of the things that you're going to have to um, be able to overcome uh, with grit in mind. What are some of the failures that you've gone through and doing what you're doing right now and, and expand a little bit on what you're doing as well, just to give clarity to the audience?
1: Um, so I mean, what I'm doing right now is I'm the uh, CEO of uh, Vital Point Esports, which mm-hmm. is an uh, uh, you know esports organization. It's been around since May of 2017. It's been an LLC since January of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, you know, we compete in a plethora of games uh, competitively: Rocket League, Fortnite, uh, League of Legends, uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, so pretty, a lot, pretty, uh, pretty small a medium-sized chunk of games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, we basically compete in tournaments. Um, if land events are possible, then we send our teams to lands. Um, but, yeah, right now we're currently focusing more on the uh, kind of thickening the edges of our business plan mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just solely um, worrying about the competition aspects. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, even though it's important, you still need to uh, kind of make a name for yourself and put your brand out there so okay. um mm-hmm. i think kind of we're that's what we're focusing on what was the what was the first part
0: so the first part was what are some of the failures in all of this they they got a backdrop now they don't know what's behind the scenes can you get a little yeah. bit of clarity on that find your personal experience
1: i mean like grit with what i'm doing now or just Fa- are we not grit failure. Failure, with, failure with what i'm doing now or yeah. just in general just, just uh, um,
0: with what you're doing now
1: Hmm. I mean, really, I feel like (laughs) like, to be brutally honest, I feel like I'm like I fail at like, you know, one like one thing with, you know, Vital Point, like almost every day. Like it's Mm -hmm. just this whole process is just a huge um, learning experience. There's a pretty big learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm. There's just yeah, there's a lot of a lot to learn from it. Um, You really just have to be on your toes and always adapt to um, the next kind of trend or uh what's you know the new hot game that's coming out you know how because every game the the esports i guess structure uh is different about how um you know you know i guess the community of the game the tournaments that are available like you know overwatch our overwatch team you know how they go through all of that it's a little bit different than how our rocket league team goes through and all these tournaments and tries to get to the top so um really trying to learn and having a good support staff and whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, it's from, from having teams, you know, like drop you from having, um, you know, things go wrong with something media related or um, Mm -hmm. like losing a tournament. I mean, obviously that's probably the biggest one that hurts the most, but um, yeah, you're always going to have adversity pretty much every day. Uh, It's pretty, it's pretty rare when I don't, when I have a, pretty like a positive day like completely so um but yeah that's I mean that's what you know talking about grit that's, that's what you got to do
0: that's awesome because I, I just want to highlight two of the key words and what you have kind of uh, expanded on which was uh, the first one was adapting and then the second one was adversity because if you kind of like if the audience kind of understand that there's a certain theme here it's essentially you're climbing like a mountain. You're trying to get to the peak. And obviously it's not gonna be if if it was the opposite, it would be a down a downward slope and you wouldn't have adversity. I mean you'll have I don't know. But yeah, you won't have adversity, you wouldn't have adapt, um ad- adaptation. So the common theme here kind of kind of like molds this this one word which is grit. And a lot of people just don't want to put in the effort because they Mm -hmm. think it's a downward slope, not a upward one. Um, Yeah, it's not how it works. But on the brighter side, when you've reached the peak, you know, you got, you know, you won a championship, your business is doing well, your audience is growing. Things are looking really good. You know, that's that's essentially the peak and for entrepreneurship and business a lot of like for myself i'm still i'm still wanting to climb to that peak but when when i'm at the peak i will slide down and do it again like because that's that's the joy of you know running a business and not just running a business but if you are a player like it's the same thing um you know season ends you got to climb again and enjoy, you know, in in the process of failure and overcoming it, and then success, results. That's kind of yeah. what we live for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to expand a little bit more on the definition of grit, I want to talk about something else that a lot of people are afraid to do. And we can tie it a little bit into esports entertainment is... Being able to give public speeches. Like, I think that's the biggest fear in a lot of people. um, Being in front of people and sharing their thoughts and ideas. Because in this world, there isn't a single perspective that is correct. There's always newer perspectives or perspectives that have been refined. Mm -hmm. And I think in today's modern day, a lot of people tend... Because with social media is so big, a lot of people tend to follow trends a lot, and they don't—they weren't like they're not able to kind of define who they are as a person yeah. and be able to kind of showcase their thoughts. Yeah, you know that's I you know I don't know how you feel about that, Christian, but I feel like like you see it everywhere. You can see it in your yeah. friends, your could be your classmates or your coworkers. And mm-hmm. it stops a lot of people from kind of showcasing the best person they are because yeah. if they're able to showcase the best person they are, whatever they're doing, if they're working for your company or they're doing their own thing like streaming or creating a podcast, for example, yeah. they're not going to be able to present themselves and ultimately be happy.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think, yeah, I think it's a big step to really show kind of show who you are, um, mm-hmm. especially like especially in this um in this industry it's it's a huge step to really kind of branch out Mm -hmm. and show who you are um yeah i just think people there's so much worry about um you know the uncontrollables that um people are just they just manifest themselves with just like what people think about them or you know what they Mm -hmm. what people think they look like and you know are they like shocked is it better is it worse is it like so i think um i think that step is pretty big but once you're out um, and you know, basically, you just feel like you opened up completely. Then I think everyone, I think you feel a lot better in the end. Oh yeah. What did uh? Oh, yeah. What did What did Will Smith say on the other side of fear? There is happiness or something like that. Or there's Possibly. paradise or something like that. Yeah. He said, yeah, some something. I probably butchered it, but <laughs> um, yeah, something like something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like I was actually gonna ask you, like, what's holding these people back? Um, I think one of those things is focusing so much on followers likes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of this has to do with what I talked about in the last episode, which is insecurity. Um, but I kind of gave the audience a little bit of, a little bit of direction on overcoming that. And now we're going to focusing more on being yourself and, and be able to kind of endure adversity. Um, and adapt so that you're able to live life essentially and yeah. not behind curtains or have this mm-hmm. fake um uh like mask over yourself um yeah. which a lot of people are essentially are today and, and it's kind of sad to be honest but i think it i is. think if, yeah i think if there's more awareness about it i think people will will drop the mask and be like wow I really did not have to focus on these so much I can just be myself and be happy mm-hmm. and also be successful it's just a matter of patience too I think
1: I think, I think a lot of people are um, I think most everything um, of what people do uh, and not do is driven by fear I think a lot of things are mm-hmm. driven by fear like for example like you know you go to school you... Like no one, like the the school, the education system is just pretty horrendous because you know <laughs> yep. no one want no exactly. one wants to do no one wants to do like the work that they're given, mm-hmm. but they do it out of fear because if they don't do it, they get a zero. Yeah, they get a they get a number a, a label right. that's that's that will hang over their heads and it will make them feel horrible for like a week. <laughs> um, yeah, like like so many you know people in the school system like there's not enough like like no one spikes uh students curiosity Mm -hmm. anymore like it doesn't you know people don't do the if people did the work out of like wonder and did like more research into it because a professor uh actually made them feel like curious about the subject and felt excited about the subject Mm -hmm. i think school would be taken a lot more seriously and a lot like you know people would really like cherish you know each individual class but yeah. it's just so hard to come by now um or i've only had maybe like one or two professors that actually did that for me mm-hmm. um but that, that's just kind of the thing that comes to mind where it's just so many things not just school but a lot of things mm-hmm. are just driven by fear and it's pretty sad yes
0: yep yep and i actually want to talk about the school system and all that in the future just not in this podcast because okay. it's not related you're good you're um, good but no like school i think tying with fear that was a good example of Mm -hmm. um you know where it all stems from um yeah so going so uh i want to i want to talk about why people turn away from um having like or even thinking about grit because kind of grit kind of scares them off a little bit because they think that Mm -hmm. either it might be difficult risky Mm -hmm. or there's a certain degree of uncertainty Um, yeah you know and all these three things that makes you kind of feel uncomfortable like you're not playing within the lines anymore you're playing outside the lines you Mm -hmm. create your own path a lot of people Mm -hmm. tend to take the path that everybody or what society creates um Mm -hmm. is safe or at least mask it as safe um and tell people that it's okay this is comforting but what does that even lead to? It it, it leads to it yeah. leads to the grave, honestly. You yeah, you know it's a straight path that leads from here to here. You, um, go to college. You graduate. You find a job. You know, you marry somebody. You have a house. Try to pay it off. Have children, and then retirement and death. Like, there's yeah. where's the where's the like the journey the process and all of that most of it is just playing within the lines outside the lines is difficult risky and there's a degree of uncertainty and a lot of people that are unhappy and are courageous have resolve grit will tend to play outside the lines yeah you know do you Mm -hmm. do you feel like a lot of like do you kind of agree that a lot of people don't Like do you know people that just play with an alliance but they don't want to take that risk or it's too uncertain for them? Yeah. Yes.
1: There's so many people that are just driven by so many people are driven by like they just need to like know like the no, basically. (laughs) They need to they need to know the you know the very like the all the known variables, all the unknown variables, freak them out. Mm -hmm. Um there's nothing like it can't be like an estimate or about this has to be exactly this. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, I think, yeah, there, there are a lot of people that live within the lines. Um, I tend to, I tend to do that too. When I, um, like new experiences or new places, like if you move or something, Mm -hmm. I tend to stay within the lines and keep it pretty, uh, keep it pretty safe. But I think that's just like instinct and kind of human nature for the most part. Yeah. Um, but, uh, once, you know, once you get comfortable and kind of get into a routine, uh, you can really start to uh, basically expand and uh, get outside the lines and, you know, yeah. do do other things.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so the next thing we're going to talk about, uh, which is business, and we're going to try to tie it all together. So we're going to do a little bit of a backdrop on Vital Point. Just just. um. Uh, a little bit more from the startup perspective. Uh, I think you're already huh. giving the audience a good enough um, uh, backdrop of of what you're doing. So, what are some of the difficulties that you're facing as a startup?
1: Uh, lack of capital.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's to be to be brutally honest, yeah, uh, lack of yeah. capital. I think a lot of esports organizations. Um, there there are the few that have remained um that kind of you know were the pioneers of it all um oh. like tsm clg c9 team those liquid. types uh, yeah. team liquid yeah uh, well, formerly known you know curse yeah. uh but you know the if they they started pretty much from you know nothing but mm-hmm. but at that time esports was nothing right. so that's like that's acceptable um, I think now nowadays it's just um you're only gonna make it uh, if it's if you're a big, big name, a lot of money, they mm-hmm. can just throw throw countless amounts of money at it and um mm-hmm. and yeah, and you get the best teams um you know because of who you are, there's also a you know there's like a just like extra benefit to being on that team because of Prestige. you know who the uh, yeah, there's prestige to it, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it, I think starting up, there's, I mean, there are, there are countless amount, or countless, you know, small startup esports organizations. They call themselves organizations, but, yeah. like, um, I mean, yeah, you, you make a Twitter page, make, you know, you make a Facebook group, get a team together in your organization, like, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a lot more, it's a lot more than that um Mm -hmm. uh, i think you know we were obviously not at the level um of any of the you know tier one organizations or um but Mm -hmm. i think really kind of just from the get-go i mean this is a business like like plain and simple um i don't i don't look at it as like obviously it's you know it's fun to do and I, and I love yeah. the people I work with, but mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, it is a business and you know businesses' jobs are to make money unless you're a nonprofit. but right. um, we're not nonprofit. <laughs> we are definitely for profit. Yeah. Um, but I think starting out instead of focusing on the uh, instead of focusing on you know just making all doing all the, the little things that make it look like you're doing something big, Like, you know, we get the Twitter page, we do, we, you know, like put some recruiting posts up, we get like a, like an average, like half, like half decent team together. And like, there we go. We got like, you know, we got the basics, like it's completely fine. I think start, start with the thought in mind of, you know, what's our business model? Like what, like, what can we basically set goals like periodically of, you know, what things, what will get you to these you know numbers or what whatnot um i think a lot of it a lot of people just focus on like the easy stuff and the things they can do without any money yeah, when okay. i think you just start um obviously if, if you've never been in the esports organization i co- like or esports industry i completely mm-hmm. get like starting you know just like dabbling in it um but i think if you understand like the industry, or you understand how big this is and it's getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. by, uh, as the years go by. Um, I think if you, under- if you start and just, you know, you know, if you go to someone that has money or you have money and you show that person or something your plan and how you're going to execute it and whatnot and like mm-hmm. basically just map out your organization instead of um, taking it, you know, what do we do today? What do we do today? Like you should know what you're striving for, uh, long term. Yep, I like. So, it. um, yeah, no, yeah. I really
0: like it because I feel like a lot of I'm gonna I'm gonna speak a little about about amateur scene and all mm-hmm. these organizations a little bit. Um, there are organizations in amateur scene that has been a, like around for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have to mention them. I think the the audience that I'm speaking to already knows this. Um, so, like. I'm talking about the the orgs that are just upcoming or just been around for a year or so. Um, A lot of them, what they do is they just form a team, they compete, they pay for the fees. But a lot of them, the owners, they don't think about um, how to first create value. Okay, Because there's a lot of organizations, how do you define value for your organization in order to one... Um, make profit to well, yeah. you know um two um what what problem are you solving for the consumer that will benefit them yeah. like are they bored if they're bored then this is the best chance for you to present the best entertainment something authentic a story a story or a narrative around your players around the process of creating an esports work whatever it may be create Fill fill in that void where a lot of the audience feels bored, because bored people tend to get into entertainment. They consume your content. They end up buying your merchandise. They end up supporting your players. It all ties together, and a lot of people just don't understand that. I don't know why. I think a lot of I think a lot of it, from my perspective, is a lot of them just feel that it's they 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 um they're trying to solve a problem for themselves because they don't want to um, work with another org. Um, and this is from my experience because a lot of these people that I talked to, they would tell me that org did something wrong, so I'm gonna start my own. But if you start your own, just realize you're do- you're you're getting into business mm-hmm. and it's not something you go to school for. It's something that should be in your blood um yeah it's
1: it's not yeah it's not easy this is like a pretty ruthless like thing to to pursue right um yeah you you meet a lot of people on the way that you know you you know they're fantastic really nice people you also meet a lot of people on the way that are out to screw you Mm -hmm. or they end up doing it you know maybe not intentionally but they end up doing it um you know that's that's business like that's that's how it is
0: yep yeah and and through it all, through all the, you know, all the the thick and thin, um, it's the best feeling ever um, if you overcome it, but you have to have grit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of these people don't, well, first off, they don't, they don't start by doing, they don't start by executing or even thinking about touching things that are or doing things that are related to helping their business grow. Um, yeah. But at the same token, like, it does take time and patience. Timing is lot. probably Yeah. Timing is probably one of the key things um, for a business to not fail. Um, however, you can, you can, I mean, there's, there's, there's workarounds where you can avoid having, like, I mean, there's just a lot of nuances that I can, that will probably confuse a lot of people, but I'm just going to keep it simple. Um, there's just a lot of things to consider when you're um, car- carving your own path, not for yourself, but for your organization, the people under that organization to be mm-hmm. able to move in the right direction without jumping off a cliff. Because if you jump yeah. off a cliff, boom, your business do- is, is done. Like yep. people are not gonna get paid. Um, there's no there's no source of income to kind of continue on. It's, yeah. it's, it's that difficult. Um, mm-hmm. But the number one thing that I would advise everybody is to focus on their customers. Because yeah. when your customers lose interest or if they don't see any value with uh your organization or what you're doing, they will end up um moving away or you're going to lose them. Like because they mm-hmm. are the the essentially the blood um of the business. Um yeah. Your your the people that work for the organization is the framework, um, mm-hmm. and you are pretty much the eyes, the the uh, to kind of create clarity uh, for mm-hmm. this, this uh, entity, um, and I don't know. But there's a lot of different types of business owners. There's no one way to do it. That's that's the best part. There's no, no one way to no. do this.
1: Um, there isn't no, but.
0: No, everything no. like, but the, all the values and the characteristics, yeah, you, ha- you have to have those, um, mm-hmm. and and uh, which is why grit is one of them.
1: hmm
0: So absolutely, yeah. Uh, so tying it all together, um, why? Like, uh, I think I already covered some of it, but why might individual benefit from having grit to succeed in business? If you want to explain to me, Christian.
1: Hmm. So why why would they why did they benefit from why would they benefit from grit is what you're asking? Yeah. Like having it. Having I mean. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it. it says. Yeah, like it says in the definition. I mean, they're they're gonna outwork everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not gonna be phased by you know anything any occurrence or mishap that comes their way. That's why I think, you know, having a solid foundation in an esports organization is pretty key because you'll have some, you know, some occurrences where, um, you know, you might lose an entire team in one day, um, yeah. due to something either like you did or something or a staff member did or something. I mean, it's happened to us. So it's like, you know, lose a te- an entire team in a day. But if you have that solid base and you have that support staff and you know your direction, then, um you know, it won't phase you. You just basically, you know, I guess turn the other cheek and just continue on. Um, yeah. I think Grit is just like, Grit sums up so much of what um, I think I've been doing. And I think a lot of esports owners and esports organizations have is just, they, you know, they're not wavered by by people. Like mm-hmm. they understand, they understand their perspective. Um, they understand, um, themselves they understand themselves they understand you know where they are and so they can um, like nothing really phases them and so I yeah. think they're just determined to move on and see you know their baby succeed
0: yeah yeah I love it um, and then just to throw a curveball here before we go into kind of the closure of this uh, episode um, I'm going to answer this too but I want to know from, from you Christian what defines
1: happiness mmm <laughs> Wow all right <laughs> yeah. what, what defines happiness I mean I think happiness is completely subjective that's um, mm-hmm. uh, definitely different but I think happiness is you know finding you know finding what you were basically made to do. Okay. and pers- and pursuing it and um it. not and not caring about you know what anyone um thinks about thinks about it or anything like you feel comfortable with what you're doing you you know are 100% invested into it and you just you know and you and you, you enjoy yourself um there's no pre- you don't feel any pressures um and you can just relax and basically do what you're made to do
0: that's amazing Bro, but that's that's honestly what boom. I mean. I was gonna say something similar along the lines, but I think you kind of expand. You just you just nailed it. Like that was that. Boom, boom. Right. So I have n- yeah. I have
1: nothing written down. This is straight off the dome. So <laughs> I have nothing, written down. nothing written down. No, that's
0: great. That's honestly a lot of people are gonna feel like like now people are gonna get excited, but again. You know, the excitement is kind of the honeymoon phase. Once you get into it and you do it day by day by day, year the hun- after yeah. year. The
1: honeymoon phase in esports organization is making is like, I mean, I brought up this a million times, but that's like the first thing that everyone does <laughs> in esports is make a Twitter. Like that's the honeymoon phase. Make the Twitter, the website, all this cool stuff. Yeah, that's honeymoon phase. Once it gets down to numbers and business and you realize you don't have money to spend or you don't have like you can't have luxuries unless you get money and then you have to start asking people for money and raising money and then you basically are playing with their money and not house money then that is when you're like oh my god let's get after it we gotta like we we need to make money in any way possible so Mm -hmm. yeah
0: okay i love it um so i mean happiness for me is essentially just doing what you're essentially called to do like born to do not by anybody else but by a lot of soul searching um i think for me it was a little bit later um that i decided to actually back in actually a little story time before we conclude back in second grade i decided that being creative was my thing that's what made me happy because the school system Mm -hmm. is boring i hate I hate the basic math and all that, but at least at least I got that education because like that's, that's kind yeah, of the technical course. stuff I need to know that yeah, later on, course. or i was gonna be so illiterate that I'm not gonna you know communicate well. People um, still so value degrees. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I sold comics like for for quarters and creating creating like this this type of comic that entertains other people. That was mm-hmm. that was that that came out of nowhere. Like es- essentially, I was doing that. And I was selling yeah. it, and it's it all stopped right when I right when I moved from elementary into middle school into high school into first year of college. I was confused as hell because the system tells you to play within a lines, and you're kind of not able to do a lot of soul searching. But they, you know, they they kind of they they kind of play around with you a little bit, and then they don't let you kind of fail. You know, they don't let you yeah. see the real world um until later on which kind of f's a lot of people up um yeah of course. either they do drugs or they go into depression they get anxiety mm-hmm. it's terrible um yeah so so yeah so so happiness is essentially just going for something that is your calling um truly. yeah and i think
1: i th- i think personally though sorry to cut you but oh, i think i think personally um what would like truly make me happy? Just to, you know, give an example. I guess would just to see, you know, to see people a mass, a like, group of people or something, just mm-hmm. buy in to what I do. Whether it's you know, we're, like, we're basically just buy into something that I do, or watch me do. Like you know, basically pay for something that I've you know, met, like created or pay to see something like mm-hmm. that I, you know i facilitate or something like that um that's just like i think just from per, like personal standpoint that would that'd be my definition yeah um all right, yeah over time. It, Hold
0: on. over time so all right got it. So, so like okay so everything that we talked about you know get, get I have grit uh which would lead to happiness and we already define what happiness is now yeah it sounds it sounds like it sounds like a plan like for for the audience like this is this is the plan now the matter of execution right mm-hmm. there's so many distractions um in today's age uh, of course you know social media netflix mm-hmm. um and you know gaming sometimes too but it just depends on what you, you kind of because gaming is a little bit different, we're not just focusing so much about gaming. It's actually turning into a business, which is flourishing. Exactly. It's interesting, you know. A lot, not a lot of people get that. I think it's, it's a
1: very a, weird dynamic. It's, yeah.
0: yeah, it's a very weird dynamic. Um, but with all that being said, I think the audience is going to. F- what would you say to the audience that you know, about you know executing on what we just talked about? Like, what would you tell them? Because imagine what's going to happen is day one day two day three they have this plan that were or this plan that they crafted from what we talked about but they end up giving up they they don't want to execute on it because it's too hard i'm too tired i'm yeah. hungry etc mm-hmm. like i think we already felt that before you know but I, yeah. we overcome it we're living it and we're pushing forward so what would you tell these mm-hmm. people
1: um what i would tell everyone is that um you know set goals for yourself um and when you and when you set goals and you know tying it back into esports because you know that's what i do um is so many people they do something and something good happens and then they like their, their brain instantly projects images and thoughts of you know them being on the big stage them being a you know 30 million dollar um organization 40 whatever um they don't realize that they're not even close and then that basically deflates them and they don't they end up thinking it's too difficult when rather you set your goals you have your goals in mind and then every single day you work efficiently to reach that goal um i don't i, yeah, I just don't think that if you focus so much on the future and stuff that you know you won't be able to you don't think you'll be able to attain yeah. um and you just focus on you know the present and just you know getting there uh i think i I think that would that is fantastic like something i tell my teams when we when we recruit teams we meet when we our first meeting we all set up um six month goals and year-long goals hopefully they're there for that long but six month goals and year-long goals um as a team and personally um just so that everyone's on the same page of what to do and I tell them for personal, I mean, just in general, set goals that are to you would seem absurd and they like, set the bar high because if you really grind and put all your effort into it, if you get there, you're going to be blown away. If you don't get there, you're still going to be shocked at how far you've come and how much you've improved. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something that we kind of do, but yeah, I think that answers the question.
0: I love it. Um, So, we're gonna go into conclusions here. Closure. Where can we find Christian Porvata Balaker on socials? Any, any. So, um,
1: yeah. So, uh, I don't really have a Twitter for my myself. So, but our, you know, org Twitter is VitalPointEsports. Esports. Point is PT. Um, our website VitalPointEsports.com. Uh, we have a YouTube. Um, my Twitch is. Uh, twitch.tv slash porvada with two a's at the end um and yeah he's
0: he's amazing you know thank you thank you (laughs) uh doing q a on twitter and youtube so if you guys have any questions i know there was no unfortunately there was no questions but we're gonna i'm gonna keep at it until people are gonna ask questions because i love answering them leave like at me on twitter at alexmtrans77 you can also drop a comment on youtube leave those questions below we'll answer them in the next podcast thank you christian provato balaker for being on this podcast i think this topic is important for many of us and i love your perspective on this um thank you guys and we'll see you in the next episode where we'll talk about strong mentality is the north star Have a good one. All right.